we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring so you guys around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm not Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here once again with my co-host, Armin, to talk all things Beverly Hills. Armin, how you doing? I'm doing great, Eddie. I'm excited to talk about this episode. I have a lot of thoughts. I have to say, I haven't been on the edge of my seat like that for a BH episode in a long time. I watched it back to back twice. So I watched, Ooh. I did like, I did like kind of like a simple viewing first where I kind of just let it all, you know. A margarita happen. viewing, if you will. I mean, I didn't even have a margarita. It was completely fresh. Um, but, I, you know, I did one of those and then I did another, you know, look over. And I, I left, I think, with more questions than I had things that were answered. Absolutely. Um, I, I, I don't know where I stand for a lot of things. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, there's a lot to unpack here with Beverly Hills. Um, I, you know, I, uh, I'm ready to, I think, jump right in if you are. I'm so ready. When in Rome, as they say. First, first, let's let's go over the fun little things. Let's go over the hee-hees and the ha-has of the little, you know, fun little trip to Beverly Hills. Things I loved. Lisa Renna talking about The Exorcist and that fun little, you know, movie and Rome fact. Um, love some movie trivia. We, I always love that. Things I did not like. Um, as a, much of a fan as I am of Dorit... The Italian is getting on my nerves. I'm into it. Um, I'm fully into it. Give me more the, Italian. The outfits are also getting on my nerves, but even more so Kyle Richards is getting on my nerves um, with her weird, like, cool confessionals, like trying to be like hip. Um, Honestly, at this point, if everybody but Garcelle and Sutton aren't getting on your nerves, I don't understand you. Those are the only two right now that aren't getting on my nerves. Everyone else, on the nerves. Um, I am kind of in love with Sutton. I think she has been strong lately. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. When she, when at the end of the episode, we'll get to where she goes, oh, I had a friend who told me that Brandy had hooked up with me. Was I going to bring that up to the dinner table? Oh, honey, no. I was like, <laughs> we've got Sutton in the mix. Like, I I am just like I I understand now. I feel bad that she's not a full time housewife because I get like she would have like she would have brought something else. I get why they wanted her. Um, and completely aside from the show, we saw on Instagram that Garcelle and Sutton had a socially distanced lunch together. They were also the only two that didn't hang out after the reunion. So even they, though they did a socially distanced reunion. Teddy, Kyle, Erica, Lisa, and Dorit all were together um, afterwards. Interesting. The five of them. Prior to the reunion, Sutton and um, Garcelle had a a one-on-one socially distanced lunch. So I like that these two are kind of forging their own bond and kind of like, even though like 
Gersel was a little bit offended by like the money comp or sorry, Sutton was a little offended by the money comment. Like someone had to ask it. And I liked how Gersel was like, yeah, I, I asked it. I'm blunt, you know? Yeah. And let's just quickly talk about that now since we're on the topic. Sure. Let's talk about it. I love how that was handled. Maybe yeah. not from like a reality TV standpoint because there wasn't any drama. But from a human standpoint, it was very mature. It was a direct conversation, and they quickly reconciled. If Housewives were actually dedicated to having civil and mature relationships where we're always honest and transparent with each other, that's how every conversation would go. But obviously, they're not dedicated to it. And thank goodness, because then we wouldn't get great reality TV (laughs) if they weren't so messy. Um, But... Yeah, I think probably their friendship was forged out of these moments. Yes. Some obstacles in the beginning, right? But quickly reconciling, they probably had a good time on this trip. We'll see. And now, like you said, they may be like two of the closest cast members in the group. You know, two peas in the pod. Um, I, yeah, um, I'm kind of loving this bond that's forming between the two of them. But um, yeah, this Rome trip overall is like, is fun um i I, yeah again i'm not really with the whole kyle like bashing dorit thing but now i see why because i definitely think dorit is not going to be on kyle's side for this whole situation um which i'm i mean if i'm on anyone's team right now it's garcelle sutton and dorit um because i feel like they're on their own island of this shit is crazy and y'all are being stupid um which i love um but yeah um other than that, um, I saw a really funny meme, um, which I always like to, I sometimes like to shout out memes because, you know, that's art in our current world. Um, it was a meme of Sutton standing in Rome and it said, Liz McGuire finally returning to Rome. Um, <laughs> and it had the little cartoon Lizzie McGuire right next to it. And it made me giggle because she does look like an old Lizzie McGuire, if you really think about it. And Lizzie McGuire, like, sadly, and y'all can come for me because I know y'all are haters and you might come for me. Yeah, don't be, don't be, like, if Lizzie McGuire came into a lot of money through marriage, uh, she also would not know how to dress and would be uh, just <laughs> buying designer clothes because I'm sure she saw Kate wearing something that was, like, Dolce & Gabbana four years ago and, like, was like, if Kate wore it, then I must have to wear it. Like, it's what's cool. And that's, I don't know. I'm Liz McGuire now. I'm Guire. I'm, I'm wired. I'm wired out. The Sutton um, stands are going to come after you because I think the they The Sutton would... stands, the McGuire fans. Oh, they're going to say that she can dress? Yeah. Okay. We've been over this. That's like her whole thing. Her whole thing is yeah. fashion. But like Erica Girardi said, you can't say your thing is fashion and not know who Fenty is. You can't pretend that you wear a designer label and be like, I'm about fashion when the only thing you know about fashion is designers. The only thing I know about fashion is like a couple designers and I worked at Nordstrom. I do not know anything about fashion. I'm like the least fashion knowledgeable person I know. No, you know me. I mean, at least (laughs) you know me. (laughs) You're wearing Vans. That's a brand. (laughs) I'm looking at this Van shirt right now. I, this, I don't even know where I got, this is, I don't know where I got this from. It's a gray tank top and guess what I'm wearing it with? gray gym shorts i am the epitome of fashion you're doing the monochromatic look all gray huh but it's called oh this was my drawer and this was in my drawer that was the look i love it it was thanks i i think 
probably Sutton's fashion sense is get me the most expensive thing in the store. However, Kyle actually spent the most in Rome if you looked at oh. the price tags. Okay, first of all. Not surprised, 30... though. The, the, the Umansky money is big right now. And, I, I mean, I was watching it with fellow housewife fan and podcaster sometimes Matthew, and he was saying, you also have to think, she has all of the girls. She's got, um, you know, Mauricio. She's buying for more than just her. Whereas, like the oh, other ladies, think? maybe she's so? buying for themselves. Yes, I think. I think Kyle, first of all, probably got something for each one of her girls, like a little purse or something. So that's why she spent more. And you know, I mean, I mean, Dorit maybe gets a small something for Phoenix. Um, Erica Girardi's not getting anything for kids. Maybe Sutton gets stuff for her. Her kids. Yeah, doesn't herself. Sutton have three kids or something? Sutton has, yeah, I think three or four. Yeah. Um, Garcelle, you know, she doesn't buy stuff for her kids because they got to earn it for themselves. Um, so, yeah, literally, that was like, I, and I was like, oh, that makes sense why she spends a significant amount more. It's not just because Kyle's like, I have to get everything. I think she's mm. buying for the girls. That's pure speculation, though. She could have easily spent eight G's on herself, please. Which is on. also pure speculation. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying your speculation isn't better than mine. <laughs> okay. Well, let's get to from drop in G's to drop in truth. Um, supposedly, allegedly, maybe, we don't know. It's to drop in accusations. Ooh. We've got um, this dinner. Now, it all comes to a head when Teddy is like, I have to get this off my chest. Denise, you said some very mean things about me, and it's been weighing on me. Um, and Denise is like, what? What did I say? And you know she says a couple of these teddy says a couple of the things but i do think she does not like a few of these women i do think she talks shit about all these women including lisa renna because what's life if you don't talk shit um especially in beverly hills um but then it like it, like denise is like i never said these things and then they're they're like it's there's more it's really bad it's really bad we can't say it there's more and Dorit's finally like, well, like, you you know, say it, like, don't torture the woman. And Teddy goes, well, I'm not going to torture you. Brandy said that you guys had sex. To which Denise Richard goes, what? No, no, no. Like, very shocked, surprised that she's been exposed. It gave me, like, this eerie, like, deja vu to when I watched Shaws of Sunset this season. And Adam is confronted about his naked Jenga incident where he's like, no. And you're like, okay, this guy totally did it. Do I think Denise had sex with Brandy? Yes. Do I think it, it happened as Brandy said a hundred percent? No. Do I think these women are completely out of line for bringing this up on camera and for, you know, ex- you know, doing this in such like a, a terrible way. Yes, but am I loving it for the the show? Yes, and that's that's this this is the this is where I stand. <laughs> that, that's where you stand. I'm I'm here and nowhere at all. I had a similar reaction to that scene, which is that I don't actually really care about who is right or who is wrong. I am actually just in awe of the art form of it all, if that makes sense. 
And it's funny because I've been highly critical of the managing of BH for years now. That it has felt too inauthentic, overly produced, and lacking substance. But this moment was so Mm jaw-dropping, cringeworthy, torturous Mm -hmm. to watch, but in the best way. And I am genuinely just here for the ride. I Mm -hmm. actually don't fucking care about who is right and who is wrong. And it's not a lack of investment, actually, right? It's not, I don't care that Dorit uh, used the wrong glassware. Or actually, it was Dorit who was mad about the glassware, right? (laughs) Yeah. Someone had improper glassware. That is not caring. It was Teddy. It was Teddy, right. You don't care because it doesn't matter. Here, it's high stakes. But I don't care about who is right or who is wrong because I just want to enjoy the show. Watching the fourth wall being broken and the way that they put it all together, the way they edited it together, and what they allowed in in terms of actually seeing the way that the ladies self-produce, right? Mm -hmm. The housewives trying to craft the scene in the moment, which by the way, everyone, I want to make perfectly clear, that doesn't mean that what you're watching is all fake. But we love to say this, Eddie. We love to Mm -hmm. kind of peel back the curtain a little bit. The show is obviously produced to some degree. They wouldn't be miked if it wasn't produced, if it wasn't uh, exactly, managed like, in some sense, if it was just cameras following following them around 24-7. No, you have to know you're going to film something. Yeah, the situations and the feelings are real. It's just they set up the opportunity for these moments to happen. Absolutely. And I'm so glad that at this point, Bravo is willing to give up the pretense that this is fully real. We saw in the Shaw's reunion, speaking of Shaw's, MJ, Mercedes, at one point, Mer says, do you want me to break my contract and break the fourth wall? In prior seasons, they Bravo editors would have never included that sentence. Yeah, they would have been like, no, you can't show this. Yeah, we can't say that because that alone is breaking the fourth wall. Exactly. It's showing that there's a show happening here. I love that they've evolved past that point because they are actually respecting the viewers. Exactly. We're not stupid. We're not stupid. We have some level of sophistication, okay? uh, A little bit. (laughs) A little bit. We kind of get what's going on. So, one, this whole thing is just fascinating, obviously, right? What is Denise hiding? Because she says some real serious shit is going on in her life, which is not related to Brandy. So, what is she hiding? What's going on? The premise itself is fascinating. But two, to watch... The way a scene is crafted, right? Yes. Between Teddy saying, do you want me to put it out there right now? Like, do you want me to say the full thing? Brandy, I just want you to know it's already in another scene. It's yeah, already been that, filmed. that part killed me. She's like, it's already on camera. It's already she's on like, camera. She's like, and she's like, well, I don't want it said on camera if it's something. She's like, well, it's already been said. So. It's been said. So it's going to be a part of the narrative. Do you want to address this now? And then Dorit at one point... <laughs> So brilliantly muttering under her breath, covering her mouth. Like, I forget exactly what she says, but she's basically like, you want to address this right now. Like, you should should say something, right? Um, 
Oh, I thought you were meaning when, when Denise was like, bravo, bravo. And she's like, honey, stop saying that. Well, there was that too, of course. And that is like the coup de grace. I mean, that is just incredible. Where Denise says, bravo, bravo, bravo. And then you get the flashback to her saying, bravo, bravo, fucking bravo. And she even at one point says like, I need to get like Chris somebody over here. Otherwise I'm leaving. I'm assuming that's her producer. I think that's uh, one of the big producers. I think that's head up. Like, oh, that's a head up producer? Sh- like a showrunner or producer person. Yeah. Still, unbelievably riveting television. That to me, Eddie, was maybe the best like 10, 15 minutes in BH history. Uh, maybe not the best, but... I was about to say... Right. D- slow your roll. Camille Grammer. But uh, it, it is up there. It is one of the five, ten best segments in BH history. I genuinely stand by that. It, just seeing the full scope of everything, right? The a little bit behind the scenes. The situation itself being so insane, right? Oh, I was just floored by it. And that's why I just don't have a stance on this. I'm, I'm a little bit Team Denise only because I feel like they're ganging up on her. So okay. maybe she's wrong, but I feel bad for her. Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't say it's the best scene in Beverly Hills, but I'm definitely no, not the happy best. There's the it. Camille Grammer. Uh, now we said it scene that now is obviously it. better. There's a few better ones, but, but Eddie, were, were you not on the edge of your excited. seat? Were you not I on was. the edge of your seat? No, this was fantastic. I think I'm just more happy that you're happy about Beverly Hills because it we've I've been through a rough patch at Beverly Hills with you, where you know you haven't been a fan, and it's happy to see the joy returned to your eyes, which I'm sure the joy has returned to many people who watched this episode of Beverly Hills. Uh, what, what do you think about all that, by the way? I think all reality television has moving toward this. And we saw, I think the first pretty heavily in Kardashians. If you guys have been keeping up with the Kardashians, um, they very, very like blatantly and like suddenly broke the fourth wall. And like all of their shows really connected the viewers with what was going on in real time in real life. Um, and we've seen this happen more and more on the housewife shows. And I think it's absolutely the right direction. Um, like you said, as the viewer, we're not stupid anymore. Reality TV isn't the time of the simple life where we're like, Oh my God, Paris and Nicole are literally going to these like random people's houses and like, you know, doing these things and having these like moments. Like, no, we understand like they didn't just show up at a Burger King and eat all these like random food and didn't, weren't able to pay for it and like got away with it. Like, that was completely produced. Like we are, we're beyond the Hills. We're beyond, you know, all of these manufactured overly produced reality television shows. We're coming into this new age of, I think real reality or, or more, or real, more realistic reality television. Um, because right. Because it's cool to, to see how lives. they manufacture exactly, the moments. Exactly. Not to use manufacture here in a derogatory sense, exactly. but there is obviously some gamesmanship. This was really sort of a throwback, in my view, to the chess days of Lisa Vanderpump yes, in the early yes. seasons. They are all playing a game of chess. But and, now we're seeing it. But now we're seeing it. Often we didn't get to see that, where it's like yeah. Dorit muttering under her, bre- under her breath. Denise, you should say something. Or Teddy saying, like, do you want me to put you yeah, on blast seeing, right now? Like, should we set this up? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm excited to see more of this. And I think, I think especially now with the way our world is and with, like, a lot more real time and Zoom and, you know, personal filming and editing, I think we're going to get a lot more of this reality television that's more realistic because we can't set up these huge productions. We can't set up – I mean, we've done – 
reality TV and this the small scene that we filmed together. Right. Well, we we were actually you came for two scenes, but just one small scene we did together. It was it, we had about like what eight people in the crew. Oh, there it was, was massive. There was three of us. There was other, you know, assistants around. Like it, it's a big production, and it's not going to be able to happen like that so easily anymore. So I think we're going to get a lot more of this breaking the fourth wall, a lot more of this kind of taking the cameras into our own hands, seen into our own home, and the real production that goes behind the art form that is reality TV. Because as much as we give like kudos to the editors and you know Bravo for like putting these together. The, the stars of reality TV also work their magic. And we're kind of seeing uh-huh. that a little bit more. We're truly trying to see, we're really truly seeing what it is to be on reality TV. And it's a lot of I, like speaking from experience, it's a lot of work. And I'm happy that these women are, we're kind of seeing behind the, behind the curtain, the mask behind Oz or whatever it was. And sometimes the real magic uh, is, the output of all the manufacturing, right? Like, I don't know if you agree with me, but I think Denise's tears were real. A hundred percent. More real than Ramona Singers has ever been. Well, that's for sure. I don't think, for one, Denise is a good enough actress to pull that off. (laughs) Once again, I'm fighting you on this. I have watched Denise Richards. I am a fan Uh, of Denise Richards, and I I I will go to bat for Denise. I'm a fan, not a great actress. But two, I felt the hurt there, Eddie. Yeah, I so really did, I. did. I felt really terrible for her. Um, and obviously, we don't get a lot of resolution. It was actually funny to hear the ladies say that, right? They said, well, it looks like tonight we're not getting any, any resolution, so we might as well leave. As viewers, we don't have any closure. We don't know really what's happening, <laughs> right? Um, but we know that the revelation here really, really struck a nerve. Um, beyond yeah. that, I mean, she was devastated. Like those tears were real, and you could tell she was fighting her hardest to hold yes. them back because she wasn't bawling, right? But you just saw the tears just coming out of her eyes. Oh yeah, she was like heartbroken that something heartbroken. was because you can see. I mean, for her, I think it's more so her family has been through so much, and what is one more scandal that her daughters have to go through after, True. you know. I think she's tried to keep them protected. I, th- I think it's hard for someone like Denise Richards who wants to be able to live her own life and be able to do what she wants and then also have to constantly live under the scrutiny of everyone else because of the actions of someone else that she was married to and then also having to worry about her kids and having to have put them through something that no child should ever have to go through for possibly a second time. So I don't know. It's hard. I feel bad for her, but I also am like, I feel bad for Brandy. But as you said, I'm on your theory where I feel like it's all just miscommunication. And it, it could be. It's interesting because I don't know if Brandy is all the way being truthful either, to be honest. Exactly. Exactly. I don't That's think she's a full blown is... liar, but something is is not uh, sitting right with me. Yeah, it's well timed, Eddie. It's well fucking timed for Brandy to come in right before their Rome trip where they will all be trapped together, Denise can't run, and Brandy drops this news. Again, I don't really know what's happening, but I don't actually care. Like You're just enjoying every moment. Just it. loving it. Whatever it is, whatever happens, this is really entertaining television. I'm right there with you. Uh, it looks like next week we're going to get another big bomb because evidently Brandy told Denise that 
she had slept with someone in the group that is on the trip as well. So that was bad shit, Eddie. I'm like, what is happening? Who is that person? Is that true? Um, there's a lot of exciting things happening yep. in the Beverly Hills universe. Um, and we're going to be here to recap all of these moments and more and that of New York and upcoming Potomac. If you are not already, we also have bonus content um, that you can check out at patreon.com slash hot and bravo. That's H-O-T and B-R-A-V-O-D. Tons of fun bonus episodes there where we deeper dive in some of the things that you love to hear about. Um, if you aren't already, you can also subscribe wherever you're listening, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. Um, we're on social media, also at H-O-T and B-R-A-V-O-D. That's Hot and Bravo on Instagram and Twitter. Armin, do you want to drop a little promo? Yeah, why not? Uh, I think everyone who listens to this podcast should listen to the Holly Shook podcast. You can follow it at Holly Shook Pod on Instagram and Twitter, and it's on every single platform. And it's a podcast where myself and Ryan Alkire, who has hosted a few Vanderpump Rules recaps on this podcast... It's where we talk about celebrity scandals, both historic and current. It's a lot of fun. So I think uh, you guys should check it out. It is so much fun. And Ryan and Armin are so funny and great. I highly, highly, highly recommend it because I'm a fan. And if you know if I like it, then I got good taste, bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Speaking of good taste, you should follow me on social media. Um, (laughs) You can. I mean, I haven't posted anything in a second, but I'm going to be back, y'all. Um, it's at Eddie underscore Strada on Instagram, 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 and ta-ta. I don't know why I said it so weird. Um, big week coming up with Potomac, so y'all get ready. We're oh, ready. Yes. We're excited. Sunday night. I can't wait, Eddie. That's going to be a lot of fun. Hit your DVRs now, and we will see you soon.